Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. And hello, West Bend Tuesday edition of the program underway. Again, no show Monday, no show one day later this week. I need to check the schedule because of Bats Baseball. So we're kind of in and out this week. But glad to be with you today. Hope you had a great weekend. Lots to recap coming out of the weekend. And thanks to Justin Kalen. He corrects me. Wednesday, tomorrow is the day that we have Bats Baseball beginning in the 11 a.m. hour. So no show on Wednesday as well. Um, Sometime a break is nice. I didn't realize last year the Bats had so many day games. So we've had a number of pauses uh, during the season, the Bats season this year, which is all good. Uh, And as that season wraps up down the line a bit, we'll uh, be more regular and uh, about one or two a month, so not terrible. But, uh, yeah, we have had some off days, which is a little odd. Let's look at the show lineup for today, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one. Here in just a moment, we'll take a look at some headlines coming out of the weekend, headlines to get our week going, at least here on the show. Uh, Some big news, IU with recruiting involved with so many players right now. We'll talk about that, some of the big names, what could happen, what this IU roster could look like next season. We basically know the roster. They're on paper right now is one open scholarship, but Indiana is involved with a couple people that could be eligible or could be on the roster for next year. So going to be interesting to see how this all plays out and how Indiana manages that. Also, some really shocking news in high school basketball yesterday. Craig Teagle from Huntington North, great coach. He's had a tremendous career in Indiana high school basketball. He was the replacement for legend Jim Shannon. And he announced yesterday, or it was released, leaked out, however you want to term it, that he was resigning from his position at New Albany, uh, which is absolutely shocking. It's the middle of June. We're right in the middle of the summer leagues and basketball activities that go on with high school teams. And so what a real shock here to see Coach Teagle leaving New Albany before he ever coaches a regular season game. So we'll cover some of that here in the opening segment as well. Also, Later today, Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier will check in with us. Mike is with us on Tuesdays. We talk the latest with IU basketball and more. And again, so much recruiting stuff going on right now. It's amazing. We're almost what halfway to the month of July. Uh, the roster is just about set for next year, but there still is a lot of question marks. What could happen with the last spot for the Hoosiers? And on top of that, it is amazing the number of big-name players that IU is involved with guys that have been on campus. It's going to be a big weekend for some visits coming up this weekend as well. We're just ahead of a couple live opportunities later in June for coaches to get out on the road and see high school stuff. 
course, the big July period still ahead as well with all the travel ball and the camps and just a ton of stuff coming recruiting-wise. And it is amazing to me how many big-name players Indiana is involved with. I've said this a couple times in recent weeks. I can't ever remember a time, and we've been doing this show now for eight or nine years, I can't ever remember a time where Indiana has been as involved as they are with so many big-name, highly-rated, recruited players. And who knows how it plays out with the in-state guys like Flory Badunga and Jalen Harrelson and Trent Sisley. There's obviously guys out of state as well, Boogie Fland and Jaden Mustaf, who was on campus over the weekend. But Indiana really is recruiting a top-tier level of players. And I think fans are excited about that. You know, it's the off-season. There's lots of other things in sports to pay attention to right now. But when I'm out and about, fans are interested in Indiana being involved with some of these big names and are curious if Indiana's going to get some. I think they have. I think they will uh, with Mike Woodson and his, his staff, his team. I think he's got an unbelievable staff of recruiters right now in Bloomington. But how many of these guys can they land? I think Indiana's a player away. If they were to get the Reeves player, uh, maybe from being a top 15 team in college basketball this season. I really believe that. And so that is crazy just to think about all the movement and where things stand and where things are headed. But that's the uh, lineup for today, a service of Honey Baked Tam in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service is still available as well at Honey Baked Tam in New Albany. Let's start with the New Albany stuff. Craig Teagle has resigned. This came out yesterday as the New Albany coach. Uh, He cited a family medical emergency, according to my friend Josh Cook and the News and Tribune. You hate to hear that. You don't know. Obviously, we probably will never know the details. We wish the very best for Craig Teagle. On paper, after a legend like Jim Shannon retires, uh, he seemed like a great response, a great answer, someone that's experienced that it had success, that it won a lot of games. You know, there's always the question, how will he fit, any coach fit in a specific community or a new situation? So that remained to be seen. But Coach Teagle checked a lot of the checkboxes for the New Albany vacancy that was created in the offseason. So uh, no problem. He resigns. Family, medical emergency. We wish him well. Shocking, though, last night it was announced that he accepted the Bluffton coaching job. Bluffton is about 35 minutes or so away from Coach Teagle's uh, residence in, in Huntington. And so in the same day that he tells the New Albany administration and staff he is uh, leaving for that situation, he accepted another coaching job uh, back in northern Indiana. So that really was the ultimate doozy, the ultimate surprise to see a coach uh, not only uh, leave a job in one day, but to accept another. So crazy stuff. Also kind of adding to the mix, the Bluffton job was filled. It was vacant as well this offseason. It was filled just shortly after Coach Teagle was confirmed as the new New Albany coach. That job was filled on April 16th or April 17th, according to which report you look at out there. And so that coach, also a short-timer, he resigned here within the last three or four days, creating this opening for Bluffton. So New Albany is uh, in the middle of a mess right now, looking for a new basketball coach as summer league basketball rolls along. I'm sure that the athletic director, B.J. McAllister, and his team are back to the drawing board trying to figure out what plan, how they will move forward from this. But obviously, uh, really shocking news yesterday that Craig Teagle 
uh, exiting the area before ever coaching a game. I brag so much about coaches and ADs in this area. And the addition of Coach Teagle to Southern Indiana basketball I thought would be a great thing and enjoyed our conversation with him on this radio show shortly after he was approved as the new New Albany coach and was really curious to learn more about him and all the successes he's had and hear his stories of coaching high school basketball in our state over the years. Uh, Really surprised to see everything that transpired yesterday, not just his departure from New Albany, but his acceptance of the new, uh, of the Bluffton job as well yesterday. So, Crazy, crazy stuff. Text on the Thornton's text line about that uh, situation at New Albany yesterday. Interesting, the text we get. Good morning, Matt. Uh, I wanted to voice my opinion on the NA coaching vacancy. Very disappointed in the loss of Coach Teagle, and I hope we do not settle for an interim coach. I know it is late in the year, but this is the state of Indiana, and there are a lot of great basketball minds out there. Our seniors deserve a great leader for their last time to add some possible hardware, signed a concerned parent and fan. I, I agree with you. As a guy that loves New Albany and loves Southern Indiana basketball, let's see how this thing plays out. But that, that text came in on the Thornton's text line. One of the big headlines of this offseason, normally in the middle of summer league, we're talking about who's playing well and who's maybe moved where in the offseason. Uh, you don't expect in the middle of June to be talking about coaching changes. So I've also had some questions in the last few days you know, what is going on in the summer? Who is playing well this summer? And we'll get into some of that more as the month is over with. And we've got some downtime in July to really kind of double back and look at basketball for the upcoming year. But one local team that is making a lot of noise this season is Sharon Wilkerson and the Jeffersonville Red Devils. The Red Devils won the University of Southern Indiana team camp uh, earlier in the month to kind of get their June basketball started. They've had some big games on Tuesdays and Thursdays at on some of the really good Louisville schools uh, here in uh, in recent weeks. And so uh, interesting what happens for the Devils moving forward. But they've had a really good summer this year. Providence, I've seen just bits and pieces of them. They've looked good this summer. And uh, we'll recap the area as we get through the month of June, as we get through the month of Summer League coming up here a little bit later. But, yeah, I would say the Red Devils right now, at least locally, Really a team to watch for next season, not just a team that might be a favorite in the 4A sectional when we get to that point a long time from now, but maybe a team with all that talent coming back as juniors that could make some noise on more of a state level. So we'll see how how that plays out. But just a little summer league note for you as well. IU basketball, Boogie Fland, a big target for the Hoosiers, getting ready to take a visit to the IU campus Coming up this weekend, again, Fland in the 2024 class. He's a six foot three combo guard, ranked as the number 13 player in the country and number two combo guard in the country uh, in the 2024 class, according to 247 Sports. Again, he's going to be on campus. You give this Indiana staff, Coach Roseman, Coach Hunter specifically, some of the other support they get from Jordan Halls and other staff members. You get these guys on campus, and you got to feel good about Indiana's chances. So Boogie Fland, a big-name player coming in this weekend. And don't, don't forget, also top 30 prospect Jaden Mustaf. He visited Indiana this past weekend, and uh, according to reports out there, the player from Carmel Christian over in North Carolina plays for the Boo Williams AAU program. He had a great visit and had some good things to say about Coach Woodson, the campus, the IU program, the staff. And so another player to really watch, a big name, a highly ranked player that's one of the big names on these uh, shoe circuits that are out there, Mustaf and Fland, 
both some of the biggest names out there as well. Also at IU Women's Basketball note, the Hoosiers have added Amber Smith as a new assistant coach. She's going to fill the vacancy on Coach Morin's staff. Uh, and former Kentucky assistant is Aaron Smith, by the way. It was announced by the program on Monday afternoon. She takes over the spot that uh, was opened when Glenn Box, who was Coach Morin's associate head coach, when he left to take the Miami of Ohio coaching job. So some change in the ranks there for the IU women. And uh, welcome in to a new coach in Amber Smith for the Lady Hoosiers. Also, IU basketball with all the movement in the Big Ten, with all the additions to the roster, where is Indiana ranked in some of the latest preseason rankings and summer rankings that are out there? Jeff Brazello, he put his top 25 out, his most recent. With some of these now you can actually read and, and think about with some sincerity because roster movement has really slowed down. There's still some open spots, just like Indiana tried to decide what to do with this final spot. But it slowed down a bit. You can look at the Big Ten now and begin to get – uh, feeling at least for what it might look like, but uh, IU not in Borzello's top 25. Joe Lenardi, he's got his latest tournament bracket out. It came out earlier this month. He's got IU in as a number 10 seed. He has the Hoosiers as one of his last four teams to receive a bye in the tournament. And uh, Gary Parrish did not have Indiana in his top 25. Andy Katz, uh, he's always been favorable of the Hoosiers. He has IU at number 27 in his top 36 poll that came out earlier this month. And uh, just kind of a sampling. Indiana hovering around the top 25. I saw Seth Davis did not have the Hoosiers in the top 25, but he's got Purdue at 3, Michigan State at 4, and Illinois State at number 24. So interesting to see, but uh, definitely the Hoosiers a team making noise, and we'll see what happens with this final roster spot as they uh, get ready for the upcoming season with a lot of summer work, uh, summer workouts, summer training ahead for Indiana, that is for sure. The date of Hoosier hysteria has been announced. I guess that makes you feel like we're a little closer to the season. October 20th is going to be the Hoosier hysteria for the upcoming season. That will coincide with homecoming for IU football the event will feature the men's and women's basketball teams. Fans get to see some sort of practice. The men's side, obviously, we haven't always gotten that scrimmage that we hope to see, even a short one in recent years, but it is the first opportunity to really see this team out on the court and in Assembly Hall for the upcoming season. And then one other note, uh, obviously, Indiana's schedule is not far from being finalized. Kennesaw State was announced as a opponent for Indiana. They're going to come play in Bloomington over the winter break, the holiday break on December 29th. Uh, another trip to Indiana for Kennesaw State this season as well. So that's a look at our headlines for this Tuesday edition of the program. We'll head to a commercial break and be back with more, including a chat with Mike uh, Schumann. Mike is the author of The Daily Hoosier, the latest on IU basketball recruiting and more coming up next. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, 
back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Tuesday edition of the show. The Thornton's text line is open at number 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Already had some texts coming in about uh, Coach Teagle and his resignation from New Albany. We read one of them in the first segment. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now at Thornton's, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. Mike Schumann, thank God for the dailyhoosier.com. It's one of the only ways I can keep up with all the recruiting activity right now. There's so much going on with IU basketball here in the middle of June. One spot available for the roster for next season, and there's a couple candidates for that spot potentially. And then Indiana just involved with so many big-name guys as we spoke about last week right now. On a recruiting front, it's really hard to keep up with all of it here in the middle of the summer. Yeah, it really is. It's certainly hard for me um, and, and the staff as well. I was down at the IU team camp over the weekend and was joking around with one of the staff members. Is like, man, I bet you guys remember when you – had an off season and had some time to wind down. I don't think they've had any time to wind down uh, since the season ended. And obviously from a media perspective, it's, you know, kind of following suit. Um, as you say, the, so many different variables going on right now. You got the class of 2024, which is really intense for the staff. Cause this is kind of getting into decision-making mode for, for those guys. And you still got the portal going on. It's easily been one of the more, fascinating things for me right now is to watch how the portal has kind of just the the dynamics of it have changed this year i think a lot of it has to do with agents being much more involved but you see these guys that um don't have window restrictions on when they can enter and exit the portal uh specifically talking about grad students that can enter at any time and what they seem to be doing, at least some of them, it could be a new trend that seems like it is, is that they're entering after the portal has closed for everybody else, kind of giving themselves their own kind of free agency and uh, a lot of attention, you know, as it relates to schools that still have roster needs, schools that maybe still have some NIL money. And, you know, if you're a proven high major player, you know, like we saw last week with Paul Mulcahy of Rutgers, uh, and you kind of have the portal to yourself. That's a pretty good spot to be in. So that's kind of the, the latest dynamic here in June that seems to be going on. All right, Mike Schumann, the Daily Hoosier, my guest, talking the latest with IU basketball. Let's dig into some of the visits recently. Uh, obviously a big weekend coming up for IU recruiting. We'll talk about that in a moment. But And I hope I don't butcher his name. 2024 top 30 prospect Jaden Mustaf, I believe, I hope I'm saying it close to correct, was on the IU campus this past weekend. And by all reports and post-visit uh, uh, interviews out there, he seemed to enjoy his time. And Indiana seems to be a player yet again for another highly thought-of national player. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I, I believe it's pronounced Mustaf. Um, no, I'm not positive on, on that, but um, yeah, re- really impressive kid. Uh, both on and off the court, real, real fun to talk to him. Um, you know, I think he kind of fits that mold of a Jalen Hachafino, of a, a big combo guard coming out of high school. He he says he's most comfortable 
playing on the ball, and, and that's really been Indiana's pitch to him is that, you know, you can come in as a 6'5"-ish point guard and, and kind of have the same path that Jalen Huchifino just had. He kind of ranks similar to Huchifino. He, um, he's built similar. Um, I think, you know, Huchifino kind of came in with similar question marks about whether or not he could shoot the ball at a high level at as a freshman, I think Moose Stock's kind of in that category as well. So a lot of similarities that, that make Indiana really attractive to him, and I, I think he and his family had a really good time. He told me yesterday that he still plans to take multiple additional visits over the course of the summer and decide in September, so there's still a ways to go there, but I think Indiana's definitely in his top group of schools. And a big weekend coming up for IU as far as visits go. Boogie Fland is the big name. I think people just like the name Boogie Fland, but he seems to be uh, serious about Indiana and somebody that Indiana, again, is really in the mix with at the top of the 2024 class. Yeah, I believe he gets in tonight, and then you got Tyler Betsy coming in in a couple of days after him. Their visits might even overlap uh, a little bit. Also, both top 30 guys. By, by some rankings, Boogie Fland is the top point guard in the entire 2024 class. So really highlights the caliber of players that Indiana is at least bringing in for visits. And, and you know, if, if you're bringing somebody in for a visit, in my mind, that's, that's a huge step. That, that indicates that, that, you know, both sides are very serious and that you're kind of in the conversation. Typically the visits go well. Indiana, you know, when I, when I talk to these recruits, they, they are always, almost always, you know, every, there's exceptions to everything, but almost always really impressed with the time that they spend at Indiana. So, you know, when we're talking about these guys like Mustaf and Fland and Betsy, these, these are guys that IU has a legitimate shot at. And, um, you know, if you just look at up and down who they're recruiting in the 2024 class, it's, it's a pretty impressive group of kids and, and kind of at a level that we haven't seen IU, uh, you know, be in the game for in, in quite some time. So if they can close on a really high-level 2024 class after kind of the success that Huchifino had last year, I think we're at a point where we're talking about a kind of a sea change in, in who IU is recruiting and the type of kids that they're bringing in. All right, talking with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier, the latest with IU recruiting. You know, June is a month for high school teams to get together and play, and I know the coaches will be able to get out and watch some of that very soon. But it's also a good month for visits, and Indiana's had a number of visits. We've talked about, what, three or four of them in this segment. Do you expect any other key players to come in? And I've had a couple of people ask, what about in-state guys? Uh, Flory Badunga, Jalen Harrelson, Trent Sisley, those are the three biggest names in the state right now. Will those guys be in? I know they've been to IU because of their proximity for games before, but the summer's a good time to, to get them back in Bloomington. Yeah, so, I mean, Harrelson and Sisley, you know, I know we've been talking about them for, for a while now, but they're still pretty young guys. They're, they're going into their junior year of high school, so they technically can't even start taking quote-unquote official visits until after July 1st here. So, so I do fully expect that, that both of those guys will take official visits to IU, whether it's, you know, late summer, or early fall, when, whenever the case may be. Um, you know, I, I think Indiana is a very legitimate contender for both of those guys. It's just more of a question of 
timing because of the, their age and kind of where they're at in their, their process. But, yeah, absolutely with those two. And then with Badunga, um, you know, it, it's interesting. A lot of buzz about Duke lately, and it's hard to know exactly how legitimate that is because, it, to my knowledge, they hadn't been a big player in his recruitment up until – you know, the last week or two, um, you know, we've seen that dynamic in the past where like a Duke or a Kentucky jumps in late for recruitment and kind of completely changes the game. That there's some talk that that's what's happening here. I'm, I'm not certain that's the case, but um, that, that buzz certainly exists. So, you know, will he take an Indiana visit uh, for, for his senior year? I honestly don't know. I would have told you a couple of weeks ago that it certainly seemed to be trending in that direction, but I don't know where that stands right now and how serious this Duke talk is. He did tell a number of people over the last couple of weeks that he wanted to be done with this entire process uh, by by August before his senior year of high school starts. So uh, given that timing, we, we should know a lot about what he's going to be doing here over the next few weeks. All right, Mike, there's a big event going on out in Colorado Springs right now, the under-19 trials for the USA team. Uh, Indiana's got some interest among those guys participating, working out, trying out for that team. Tell us what's going on out at the USA Basketball Headquarters. Yeah, so IU sent their full group of assistant coaches out there. Um, I, I think they – I didn't go out there, but based on you know reports I saw, they, they had as much of a – presence as anyone in terms of number of coaches on site there and and the reason being is because you know they had four of what I would call their primary 2024 targets on site there competing for a spot on the the U19 uh, Team USA roster that will play here later this month Uh, those guys are Dylan Harper who's a based on some rankings, is the overall number one player in the entire country in the class of 2024, a New Jersey product who, if his name's familiar to some, it's because he's the younger brother of Ron Harper Jr., the the former Rucker star, and they are both the son of uh, Ron Harper Sr., a longtime NBA star. Um, you know, he visited Indiana back in November He's named Indiana to his top five group of schools. He says he's going to decide here probably uh, later in the summer. And, you know, Indiana does seem to be very much legitimately in the race for him. I I can't tell you if Indiana's ever landed the number one overall player in the country. I know Eric Gordon was real close. Um, You know, maybe your listeners can remind me. That's, That's something I've been thinking about. Uh, looking up here, if that one continues to, down a serious path, but that's obviously a very notable recruitment. I, I see him and Jaden Mustaf as a little bit overlapping. They're both kind of that big combo guard that I talked about, so I don't know that, that they could land both of them. Either one would be a major coup because they're both very talented. Mustaf would probably be a longer term, you know, might might be with the program for two or three years versus Harper's. Almost certainly a one and done, so that's an aspect of it as well. But he's one guy they're watching out there. The other three is a trio of Montverde Academy products: William McNeely, Asa Newell, and Derek Queen, all of, all of who have taken official visits to IU previously. They're all you know guys that I use legitimately in the hunt for probably McNeely and Queen more than Newell at this point, but. You know, with those four out there in Colorado, it made a lot of sense for IU to send a 
a heavy presence out there to watch those guys, and that's exactly what they did. Mike Schumann, The Daily Hoosier. You can read his work at thedailyhoosier.com. You can follow him on social media at daily underscore Hoosier. Now, Mike, let's get to the one roster spot open for this coming season. Joey Hart, in-state player from Linton Stockton. His name has been, uh, sure, on the circuit here recently. Also, another name, Antonio Reeves from Kentucky, who is available. Any thought on where Indiana stands with either of those guys? Because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but Indiana only has one scholarship for next season. That's exactly right. One open spot. Um, you know, you ask just about anybody, they, they, they'll tell you, and I would agree that, you know, the, the need on the roster is for a scoring guard. Um, if they add anybody, I don't think the staff wants to just run out and fill a spot. Uh, in part because you don't want to, you know, take up a spot that, you know, one of those 2024 kids that we've already talked about could use. So uh, I, I think they're being very selective about who they would actually uh, accept a commitment from at this point. Um, but if they can find a scoring guard, proven scoring guard, ideally, that maybe has a shorter tenure in college remaining so that they're, not taking up a long-term spot, uh, I think that would be ideal. So that that kind of plays into the Antonio Reeves conversation. Now, maybe I've missed it this morning, but I'm not aware that he's even in the transfer portal. I know there's a lot of chatter about his name and uh, that, that, it, that he may, in fact, go in the portal. There's a lot of maneuvering uh, by a number of schools based on what I'm hearing. Um, so... In my mind, just based on, on paper and, and what he did at Kentucky last year, man, he would be kind of just the perfect fit for what Indiana would want to do if they were to fill that last roster spot because he, you know, he's only got one year left. He's proven that he can score and shoot at a high level at the high major level. And um, so, so that one would make a lot of sense. You know, Joey Hart did visit IU last week. He visited Kentucky as well. Um, I'm not really sure where that one stands. I, I would suspect he's more likely to, to end up at Kentucky than, than at IU. And I've even heard that those two uh, scenarios are maybe intertwined to some extent with, with Hart and Reeves and just kind of what one does and what the other one does, especially as it relates to Kentucky. So, well, <laughs> just going back to that original point, just a lot of moving parts for college basketball rosters in June uh, when Newcomers have already reported to campus. Teams are already working out and practicing, and you know, at the same time, still trying to figure out who's actually going to be on these teams when when play tips off here in like five months. Crazy, Mike Schumann, the Daily Hoosier, with us. While all this recruiting activity and transfer portal remnants, I guess you could say, is closing up. The IU players basically are all on campus in Bloomington, and the off-season work has begun. That's something else to keep an eye on. We don't get a lot of insight. I think Cliff Marshall becomes a much more popular social media follow this time of year because maybe you get an insight into some of the work that they're doing or you get to see pictures of the players as they maybe are getting bigger or stronger or tougher, you hope. But uh, definitely important work going on in Bloomington now to get ready for next season as well with the current players. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, they, they are, they've started, they're underway, um, you know, from the new guys, you know, especially the freshmen that haven't been through college basketball. This is when they, you know, they go through a pretty serious regimen with Marshall to 
put on some college weight, you know, get ready for the physicality that they need to, to grow accustomed to. Um, but, you know, Indiana has several new guys, both experienced college guys and high school guys on campus. I think the only one that's not there yet at this point is Anthony Walker, the, the Miami-Florida transfer. I think he's kind of in a, in a similar situation to Antonio Reeves where he's still got some college work to, to finish up, is my understanding, before he's actually – you know, can report and enroll on campus and, and, you know, not have to sit out a year according to the transfer rules because he still has, has to actually technically graduate. So they're, they're not all there yet, but but that's what's going on. Um, you know, when I talked to Jaden Mustaf yesterday, he he told me he, he um, you know, watched one of their practices while he was on campus and was really impressed, which is kind of the, the difference between uh, what he's, he knows as practice at the high school level and the college level, just the speed of everything, you know, that there's no downtime, there's no breaks. You just move from one thing to the next, and it's very regimented and serious and intense. So he, that that was his takeaway from, from what they're doing right now. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot to do uh, at, at this time of year. It's a lot more than what they used to do at this time of the year, I should say. Um, a lot more organization with the team than, than what used to go on and, you know, gives the coaches a lot more floor time to, to get ready. And I think that's important for, for uh, this era of college basketball when there's so many new players every year, you need a lot of time to kind of, you know, not only install what you want to do, but figure out what you want to do with a completely new look. I mean, I think IU is going to play a much different style next year. And now that Trace Jackson Davis is gone, I think they're going to get away from an offense that enters the ball into the post on most possessions uh, and gets, you know, goes to more of a high ball screen, you know, pick and pops with Coral Ware and Malik Renew. So I, I think we're all going to be interested to see, you know, what they install here over the next few months and how different it looks in November. All right, Mike, as we close out today, I know on your website you have a summary uh, where Indiana stands or doesn't stand in a lot of the preseason rankings that are out way early here over the summer. But as we get closer to the season, as we start to drill down on rosters, Indiana's, the Big Ten's, college basketball as a whole, where do you think this Indiana team legitimately will be uh, as far as maybe their placement in the Big Ten or in rankings going into the season? Are they a top 25 team? You think by the time it's all said and done, are they a top two, three, four, five Big Ten team? Where do you see Indiana? Gosh, it's still really hard to say. I mean, I hesitated to post anything like that back when I first started seeing way too early rankings in April. I just kind of chuckled. It's like, man, we don't even know who's going to be on the team next year. How do we know how to rank these teams? Um, but. You know, still, because of the things we're talking about, uh, we're not certain. We're, we're much closer to knowing what, what the teams look like. The, the thing that gives me pause with Indiana, and I suspect gives a lot of people pause because they're not including Indiana in their preseason top 25s, is just, you know, you've you got a lot of talent, but you don't have a lot of proven talent. You, do, you know, a lot of guys with super high ceilings like Mbako and Ware and others, but you don't know if they're going to reach that potential this year. You don't know how this team's going to all mesh together, and you still have that question of can this team shoot the ball and score the ball at a high rate, an efficient rate, uh, this upcoming season. So I think those are legitimate questions, so I understand why people aren't 
including them in their top 25s. But I, I think it, there's potential there for this team to kind of mesh for some players to emerge and, you know, reach their, their potential this year and, and have a really good season. So, you know, probably too many caveats in there. I, I could see a top four Big Ten team. I could see a top 20 type of team. But, it, man, I, I could also see it getting a little bit sideways as well until, you know, at least until these guys learn how to play together. And, and you know, m- maybe it's one of those slow start situations where they, they figure it out over the course of the year. All right, Mike Schumann, the Daily Hoosier. He's with us Tuesdays on the program. All right, Mike, we will uh, be in touch soon. We'll talk with you next Tuesday. Keep up the good work at thedailyhoosier.com. Appreciate it, Matt. All right, we will head to a commercial break. Come back with one final segment here in just a moment. I do want to note that Indiana's got a new walk-on for next season that has been confirmed. His name is James Goodis, and he is from Mount Verde Academy down in Florida. So another connection to Mount Verde, uh, which is basically a high school basketball factory. He played for the regional team there, a 2023 graduate. Of course, connected to Jalen hood Shafino and Malik Renew that uh, are currently on the roster, or hood Shafino was on the roster and several current recruiting targets as well. So an interesting connection. According to Mike's website, he's going to study finance in the Kelly School of Business. So you wonder his connection to the program. Uh, does it maybe help Indiana with other Montverde players and keep that pipeline, which has been really good for the Hoosiers in recent years, going? We'll head to a break. We're back with more, including some other notes and headlines. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back on this Tuesday edition of the program. A reminder, no show on Wednesday because of a Bats baseball day game. Pre-game for that game will begin right around 11.30. So we'll be back with you Thursday for our daily program. Silver Creek baseball in the state championship game, 8 p.m. on Friday. The Dragons have a chance. They've got a real test, though. They've got Gary Andrean who's been so dominant in baseball for so many years coming out of the region area of the state. So an 8 p.m. Friday game, I like it. Still got the weekend ahead. Got to get to Indianapolis for that broadcast after work on Friday, but should be fun, and uh, we'll be at Victory Field. I don't know where the game's going to be at as far as radio goes. We'll get that to you here very soon, but uh, we will have the broadcast on the Big X family of stations, you could say, Coming up on Friday evening, we'll get those details out to you very soon. Uh, also, want to pass along another Silver Creek baseball note. Was told earlier today that Ryan Wheeler, a longtime assistant for Silver Creek baseball, has accepted the coaching position. Uh, he'll take over for Joe Decker, who is in the middle of his last season. What a way for Coach Decker to go out. He's going to be, at worst, a state finalist, at best, a state champion. And pinning approval at the upcoming school board meeting on June 27th, 
uh, Ryan Willer of Silver Creek will be the new Dragons boss when it comes to baseball. So congratulations to Coach Wheeler. Man, he's been a loyalist at Silver Creek for so many years, a big part of Joe Decker's staff. He had a great son, Tyler Wheeler, that came through the program and kind of a natural to take over there and see if he can continue on leading the Dragons baseball program to big successes. So uh, Ryan Willer, the next Silver Creek baseball coach, pending board approval coming up later this month. A couple other notes to mention. Uh, again, no show tomorrow. Silver Creek baseball on Friday. Those are programming notes you can remember. Also, uh, when we look ahead at things, don't forget, you've got some big weekends of high school basketball summer stuff coming up. Coaches will be on the road soon, and there are some really big tournaments. One in Indianapolis will take place uh, a week from this weekend, or coming up this weekend, excuse me, and then one will take place down in Shelbyville, Kentucky at Collins High School, and I can almost guarantee you that IU staff from Mike Woodson to assistant coaches will be splitting that up and hitting a lot of those games coming up. There's going to be a lot of big names playing in Indianapolis and, of course, in Shelbyville at Collins and some of these sanctioned tournaments that are open for high school coaches to attend. So uh, that will be interesting to watch and uh, should be some good summer league basketball ahead as we wrap up the month of June and then it gets to the shoe circuits and travel ball and camps and coaches are back out on the road just a busy busy time with recruiting uh, when it comes to basketball recruiting taking the front stage at this time of year that's going to wrap things up for our Tuesday program if you missed a live show you could always find us as a podcast all you got to do is search for the Hoosier report with Matt Dennison and you will find us there but no matter how you're with us Always appreciate you being with us. Always glad to talk IU basketball and local sports with you. We do it every day at 11 a.m. right here on the Big X. Have a great Tuesday. Back with you again on Thursday, no show Wednesday, here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Mm-hmm.